Welcome to another episode of Insects for Dummies, where every Tuesday we cover something new. Today's insect in question is none other than the question mark butterfly. The question mark butterfly is a butterfly in the family Nymphalidae, which is not only the largest family, but also the most recognizable. A common trait for this family is to have reduced front legs, so the butterflies look like they're only standing on four. Some of them rest with their wings spread open, but this is not the case for today's special butterfly. The question mark butterfly, also known as Polygonia interrogationis, is found across the eastern half of the United States into Canada, and starts out as a small green egg with lines down the sides. These eggs are laid on a variety of plants. Some sources state the eggs are laid on non-host plants exclusively, and others state they are laid on both. It might honestly come down to people not knowing all the host plants, because apparently there are a lot, and they also have expanded their palate to include more introduced plants not previously native to an area. We won't get too caught up on this though, because it's really not all that important. The caterpillars have different color morphs, with some being more red and others being lighter in color, like yellow or orange, but they are all very spiky. Apparently they are harmless to touch, but I've never tried. I typically follow the general rules of not touching anything that looks dangerous, and I've never had a problem. The butterflies have orange inner wings with black dots and dashes on them. The outer wings resemble leaf litter or tree bark, and have a silver mark that honestly looks like a question mark, which is how they got their name. They don't have sexual dimorphism, which means that both the males and the females look similar, but they do have a seasonal morph, which means depending on the season, they have different patterning. There are two generations of this butterfly during the year up north. The first generation is known as the summer variant and begins flying in mid-June. The butterflies of this generation have dark slash black hind wings, and the second generation of butterflies emerges in August. This second generation is known as the winter form, and has light orange hind wings with patterns more similar to the forewing. Typically these butterflies will migrate south, but some don't, and instead hibernate in the winter months as a butterfly. If the butterfly hibernates during the winter, it will do so in cracks of a tree, rocks, abandoned homes, or somewhere else that is more protected from the elements. I think in general, most of these butterflies will migrate southward, but in more temperate winters, they are more likely to stay. In Massachusetts, for example, the majority migrate south of New York City, but in Ohio, and some other more southern states, they are known to mostly hibernate. I've seen them in Vermont, but I've never found one during the winter, so I can't say for sure. The outer wings of these butterflies resemble tree bark, so it's also possible I've just never noticed one. The adult butterflies feed on rotting fruits, dung, tree sap, flower nectar, and carrion, which is another name for decaying animals. The preferred foods are actually everything but flower nectar which is really interesting, and it also explains how they're able to survive the very early months of spring, when most flowers haven't even started blooming yet. That's not the only odd behavior found with these butterflies though. 
male question mark butterflies appear to be territorial and will fly off their perch to check anything that flies by. Now, I'm not sure if this is truly a territorial response or if the butterfly is just eagerly trying to find a mate. And we can't exactly ask it either. So I guess it's up to you to decide. The question mark butterfly belongs to the genus Polygonia, which is Greek for many angels. And as a result, the butterflies are known as angel wings. Now, they got this name because their wings are irregularly shaped and very beautiful slash elegant. All the butterflies in this genus have a conspicuous mark on their outer wings in the shape of a comma, except for today's question mark butterfly. This is actually why Polygonia are most often referred to as comma butterflies. The northern species of this genus are all able to hibernate in the winter months because their body produces a natural antifreeze in the form of glycerol. Now, comma butterflies, unlike the question mark, are found worldwide except for one country that you all should know by now. Yeah, and the caterpillars exhibit different behaviors based on the species. For example, the eastern comma caterpillar actually makes a nest on the underside of leaves and hides during the day. The gray comma will hang under a leaf in a U-shape and actually move its head and butt in circular motions to scare off predators. I don't know about you, but if I saw something like that, I would definitely be freaked out. Now, one comma butterfly in particular that I wanna mention is the English comma, or Polygonia C. album. This butterfly comes from the United Kingdom and suffered a huge decline in the 19th century after hop farming was heavily reduced. As you can guess, the host plant for this species was mainly hop. And for a long time, the butterflies were only seen in the Welsh border countries. However, the caterpillar later adapted to a new host plant known as nettles. And since the 1960s have greatly expanded their range and made a total recovery. This is one of those stories that's really cool because all it took were a couple of caterpillars that had a taste for nettles to revive the entire population. Another comma I wanna mention is the Eastern comma, which is native to the East Coast of the United States. Now this comma is also known as the hop merchant because the chrysalids for this caterpillar have gold or silver spots. It was said that if you found chrysalids with gold, then it would be a good year for hop merchants. But if they were silver, then you'd be out of luck. Now, I'm no hop farmer, but if I were, I would definitely be looking for the gold. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Insects for Dummies. If you're enjoying the podcast, please make sure to rate it and leave a review. If you'd like to send a listener email, you can do so at insectsfordummies at gmail.com. If you'd like to check out the Instagram page, you can find it at insects4dummies. That's where I show pictures of all the insects we talk about on the podcast. Next week, I'll be talking about a very famous bug, but I'll be covering a lot of information that most people don't know.